Time for another Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie, and we just need to start off this podcast with just a bit of admin. Uh, Richie's been very unruly during the final latter stages of uh, this evening's show as we record this right now. Uh, he was watching the football when the show was on, watching the Arsenal game. He'd had a chippy tea in front of him as well. It was, like a, it was like a night off or something like that for him. And then I've just seen him... Have you just written your name on the mayonnaise you bought for the chips? Now... Have you written I, your name on the mayonnaise? I've written on the mayonnaise. Unbelievable. Do you know what? Uh, how dare you suggest that I would have written my name on it? Because that would um, that would suggest I'm a selfish man. OK. All right, I'm going to turn this jar of mayonnaise to you. I'd like you to read out what I've written on the home, on this jar. <laughs> Home time mayo. I don't want to be. I don't want to be associated with this. <laughs> there will come a time when you'll be in this building and you'll need some mayonnaise. You were offering it around people earlier on. You were very chuffed with yourself with this purchase. I, I, I love it. I love mayo. Yeah, you do, to the point where you actually went out into town to get some and yeah. you thought there might be a, a, a slight outside chance of some chips later on. Yeah. And now you've gone and written Home Time Mayo on it and so there you for go. all to see. That's fine, I just thought it was worth picking up on. Hey, look, somebody is trying to deflect the issue here because it is now my duty to break it to you, dear podcast listener, that there's no any other business tomorrow uh, because um, old part-time Charlie over there is oh, yeah. uh, taking a long weekend. I'm sorry, you only, you'll have to sing the... Uh, theme tune for yourselves. Any other business? Actually, let's put it in a minor key. What are any, any other? Business. The equivalent, the any other business equivalent of you know when the piano starts up in EastEnders when someone's leaving for the final time, like when yes. Doctor Legley uh, yeah, dies yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's a little bit like that. Yeah. Any Do you know what? There's another TV show that does that. Uh, Twenty four is another TV show that uh, when one of the characters died. Yeah. Uh, or there was a big death, they would not have the iconic Twenty Four ding. Ding, ding, ding Never at the it. end of the show. Oh, right. But I'd like to say, I'm just going with you on this, yeah? I'm going to miss you tomorrow because... <laughs> I've never seen it. That's the way that anecdote went Well, it's a TV show from, like, 93. 24? It's from, like, 1993, isn't it? I'll tell you right now... It's not even going, I'll tell you it? right now, and I don't want to sound like Kevin Keegan... Go on, I'd love box it. Box sets... Box sets would not be a thing. Binging on a box set would not be a thing if it was not for 24. Is it still going, though? Is no, it still no, going? No, 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 it's finished. Long time ago. <laughs> Look, it's the show. This is ridiculous. It's the show. That's good. Is it, oh, that's the one with... Um... Jack Bauer. Oh, him. Kiefer yeah. Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland in it. Here's the show. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Releasing you like doves into the air on a Thursday afternoon after work. You know how sometimes in life an argument can suddenly just bubble up like a storm on the horizon out of nowhere? Yes, and just as a cloud for a while. Do you know what I mean? There's been a cloud over my afternoon because of something that happened at lunchtime before I left for work today. My wife is feeding a little boy Rocco. He's having his lunch in his high chair and I blew my nose. Okay. He started to sob. Oh, really? At which point Natalie goes, oh, I don't think he likes you blowing his no blowing your nose. Right. I had to finish off, so I blew my nose a second time. Couldn't help yourself. At which time he breaks into a full old meltdown of tears. And Natalie turns around and she goes, see, I told you, he doesn't like it. I've always thought you blow your nose too loud. I just blow my nose. So you don't think there's any kind of volume thing in this? You just blow your nose the way you blow your nose? So I've been walking around the rest of the day now thinking, I've got some issue with how I blow my nose. Do you have a hanky? You're one of those hanky people or are you just a tissue person? I've got a, uh, just a bog standard tissue here. Do you know what? I think Natalie might be onto something here. Just uh, my take on this is as follows, and I don't want to name any names, but I will name our boss Paul. 
right, in the office. He's got quite a loud nose blow. I've some, never heard some people have got what I would describe as a cartoon-style nose blow, clown-like in many ways. It goes a bit kind of like, do you know what I mean? That would imply that you're doing it on purpose. What? Surely I thought you he just was. blow your nose and the noise is what ensues. When I first started here, I thought he was doing it for a joke. It turns out it's just how he blows his nose. And maybe society's divided up into people who've got quite quiet nose blows and people who've got kind of a bit of a bit of a horn going on there. I'll blow my nose. Going to give it a go? You pass, pass comment as to whether you think my wife has a point or not that I blow my nose too loudly. Just a word of caution. I know that uh, baby Rocco listens to the show sometimes along yeah. with Natalie. We don't want him crying again. Turn the radio down. Turn him down a little bit. Here we go. Let me tip the music. Here we go. That's ex- <laughs> that is that's what I'm saying. That sounds like um, an instrument in a circus. I've literally just blown my nose. Give it another I've go. I've not done anything on purpose. That there. sounds normal to you, as far as you're concerned. Here we go. <laughs> That's a kazoo. It's like a kazoo. <laughs> it's like a children's playgroup. I've never heard anything like it in my life. You think that's too loud? Well, do you know I what? I wouldn't know how to do that quieter. It's. It, I would say less loud, more kind of just a bit ob- obtrusive. And sticky, you know, what's the word I'm after? It's not obtuse. Obtuse. Or obtrusive. Obtrusive. Yeah. I'm not doing that. No, because I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm literally putting fabric to my nose, blowing. That's the noise that happens. Absurd. How would I quieten it down? I don't know. That's the word I'm looking for. Absurd. Well, I mean, maybe we need to put it to the test in terms of. Uh, because we have we have recording equipment in this here studio in terms of <laughs> yes, decibels. Yes, not here to measure my nose. On this kind of thing. <laughs> what about we, we do a song, we'll get you to do a nose blow. Everyone can hear it again because I think there is comedy value, particularly this on a Thursday afternoon. And we'll work out how many decibels it is in terms of volume, see whether your wife's got a point. Okay. Science on the way after this. One more time into the song. I've not got tissue. Oh, you've got any tissue left. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. The whole point of doing a scientific experiment is that the science and the results have integrity. Uh, what has your wife just texted you <laughs> during that song, Richie? <laughs> She's just messaged saying, you deaf her louder earlier. That was nothing just now. So when you did your experimental nose blow so we could hear whether you blow your nose too loud or not to settle an argument at home, you, well, according to Natalie, did it a lot quieter than you did earlier on. No, she's she's trying to win her argument, isn't she? That is it. I, I can only blow my nose one way. I, I can understand why your baby boy cries when he hears it. Because it, it reminds me of now. I was trying to put my finger on it earlier on. I know exactly what it is now. It's Punch and Judy. <laughs> You remember terrifying Punch <laughs> yeah. and Judy, end of okay, pier, something that. really menacing about it. Have a listen to this again one more time. Go on. Okay. Right. Punch and Judy. That's really weird. We've got um, a uh, noise sampling recorder machine here that will tell us exactly how loud it is. Is that in, what's it measuring it in? in decibels. In decibels, okay. All right. And this okay. is an honest experiment. Richie's holding the, uh, the thing in front of him now. Here we go. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> 82 decibels. That said busy traffic. <laughs> as loud as busy traffic. <laughs> Natalie, you are 100% right. Faith, no more and next. with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running? Every little helps. The fallout is coming in from uh, Richie demonstrating how he blows his nose. Apparently he blows his nose so loud that his son Rocco actually starts crying. Yeah, show's not started well for me today because the scientific uh, proof uh, is that, what was it, 82.9 decibels? As, loud uh, traffic. <laughs> as noisy as loud traffic. traffic. That's not good for me because I was protesting at home. Uh, Mark says, there's no way his nose is making all that noise. Most of it has to either be coming from his lips or some kind of men in black style alien living in his nostrils. You can't blow your nose if you've got lips open. 
That's a very good point. Scientific. Uh, that is a phrase I will remember for maybe the rest of my life. <laughs> Try it in the car. Craig on the M25 says it reminds me of that Lurpak advert. Point. <laughs> trumpet one. Uh, Gordon says, stop, Richie, you took me back to the World Cup in South Africa with those Vuvuzelas. It's not that bad. It does sound like that, That was though. bad. If I had the time this evening, I'd re- pre-record this little bit and then cut out loads and loads of you doing your nose blow and put them together so you can have a cacophony... Or hard to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cacophony of sounds. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it does raise the issue, though, and we're having a few other people come into the show about this. What do you do that's too loud? Do you get accused of doing something too loud? I remember my mum used to accuse my dad of having a bath too loud. I do remember it as a loud? kid. You'd be having tea downstairs, and then upstairs, you it did sound like there was like a dolphin in the bath or something Stop like that. Stop bathing loud. <laughs> do you know, it's weird, though, because I have... I don't know if anyone else gets this situation. I know Nicole in our office has the same thing. We've chatted about it before. I've got a clicking jaw. A clicking jaw? About five or six years ago, it start, started, and there's no... I don't think there's any cure for it. There's nothing you can do with it. But when you eat, my, my jaw makes a little clicking noise. And, uh, you know, when you've been in a relationship at a certain point with each, with each other, and you suddenly start to get on each other's nerves, yeah. it really winds my other half, Katie, right up. And she says, jaw... Your jaw's clicking. Stop it. Your jaw's doing that thing again. But there's the problem. You're, you're the same as me. I'm just blowing my nose. I can't do it any differently. I can't do it any other way. <laughs> no. So, look, if you've been accused of doing something way too loud, 8, 12, 15, let us know. And this guy won big at the Brits last night. It's Georgie Ezra. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. The music equivalent of riding into the sunset on horseback. At the end of a Thursday night, the workday is done. This is Hometime with Bush and Ritchie. Made my son cry at home today by blowing my nose. Got told by my wife that I've always blown my nose too loudly. We've researched this here today with a decibelometer. I'm sure that's the right term. I mean, that's the technical phrase, really. Uh, And it came in at 82 decibels. Same noise as heavy traffic. Matthew's tweeted to say it's the equivalent of someone being in a car at six. 65 miles an hour. That's pretty mad when you think about it, isn't it? So, what do you do that you get told you do too loudly? It appears there are many. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Uh, Keith, uh, this is from Jody in Coventry. My husband, Keith, eats an apple so loudly I could happily end him. That's rather nice, isn't it? <laughs> end him. Uh, Prison uh, style. Friend. <laughs> I love she it. says, I feel no remorse. He's banned from eating them in the house or car when I'm around. Seriously, he'd make your nose blowing sound like a whisper. It's bad if you got loud chewing. I was saying this with the jaw clicking early on. There's nothing going, you know, I'm sure Keith can't eat an apple a different way, can he? He's not trying to do it on purpose. I'm sure he isn't. And threatening to end him. Jody, come on. Come on, Jody. Mike says, according to my missus, I do everything too loud, including breathing. Eden says, guys, I sneeze funny and also get those weird hiccups that sound so weird and loud, I end up being called a velociraptor. <laughs> It's just the tip of the iceberg. If you've been getting stick from someone else, maybe your other half's threatened to end you because you're too loud, get in touch with the show now. We'll relocate you. We've got Tom Petty next. Hometime with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running? Every little helps. Phil the cabbie has texted. He says, I have a squeaky eye when I rub it. It's so loud when I was at my son's play. (laughs) Someone asked me to stop my shoes squeaking. They then glared at me in disgust when my wife told them it was actually my eye. I'd love to have been a fly on the wall for that particular conversation. (laughs) Whilst the play's going on in the background, Nativity, it's not his shoes, it's his eye. I wish he'd stop as well. Uh, Look, we've got Arch on the line. Arch, mate, is that short for Archie? Yeah, that's my surname. What, your surname is Arch? Archer, yeah, no, nothing interesting. Oh. <laughs> so everyone just calls me Arch. So if you, if you had beef with someone, they'd be, you'd be like their arch enemy. <laughs> yeah, not bad for that. Yeah. I, like, I don't think we've ever spoken to someone just by surname. I like the mystique. Uh, it's quite school days, isn't it? That we don't know what your first name is. Yeah, let's just keep it a complete mystery. 
<laughs> like some dodgy 70s football player. Yeah, arch. <laughs> it makes the fact that your missus has got some beef with you even more intriguing. What is the problem in your house, Arch? Well, we will be sitting there watching the telly or something, having a beer, and I'll take a swig and I'll swallow naturally like you do, and she'll suddenly stop and stare at me. And it just it starts getting on my nerves, let alone her nerves. So what, she's got a problem, she thinks that you swallow your beer too loudly. <laughs> Or just swallow anything too loud. If I just swallow, she just looks at you as if you've just done something. Does, I mean, it's the same kind of action as breathing, really, isn't it? Is it does it... Does it uh, is that a problem as well? Well, <laughs> well, my, my eldest, uh, she's 13, and the other day I was sitting there and she just looked at me and went, you can always tell when you're around, you breathe too loudly. God, you, everyone in your entire family's got it in for you, haven't they, Arch? I know my place, put it that way, and it's beneath the dog, mate. I know that much. Oh, mate. Well, just hang in there and you just keep drinking your beer and, and the pain will go away. <laughs> and listening to you, of course. Oh, yeah, thanks very much. <laughs> Do that too loudly as well. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. These are the Absolute Radio 90s on Home Time. Absolute Radio with Bush and Richie. McCalmont and Butler's Yes and some Supergrass to come. Uh, so let me reveal all then. I've started doing something weird when I sit down. And I just thought this is the place to come for advice. It's like one big kind of family here, this show, in it? We all look out for yeah. each other. So I thought no one would take the mick if I try and ask them about it. Uh, this has happened recently. It's probably happened now over, I would say, the past two or three years. And it's this. Uh, when I've started sitting down, I've started to overly cross my legs when I'm <laughs> sat there. See, like, normally you might, you might cross your legs with your knee out. Like, yeah. your knee quite out. For some reason, recently... I've started to sit like my dad does. If you watch my dad sit there and read a book, he'll almost have his legs triple-crossed like a pipe cleaner. Do you know what I mean? I, I sit at the moment, I catch myself, catch a glimpse of myself, I think, Bush, you're sat there like a 65-year-old open university lecturer. <laughs> What's going on? All you need is bell-bottom flares and patches on your elbows. So as someone who sees you sat a fair bit... Yeah. It is quite a tight cross. It really is a tight cross, isn't it? Thank you've you for got, you, that. You've got the upper cross, but it's almost as if you're, you're using your foot to kind of catch on to the bottom of your leg just yeah. to keep it crossed. It really is. It, it, it's quite an unbelievable thing. I wonder if it's an age thing. I wonder whether... I don't know much about the body, but I'm going to speculate here. I wonder whether it is an age thing because you haven't got the muscles... Oh, dear. To, <laughs> am I wasting away already? To, to, to keep it crossed. They just want to be apart. Well, you see, I've always been one of those people that would sit uh, on the floor, maybe at a tutorial at university, I'd sit cross-legged. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm quite flexible. Mm. So I would never normally think of sitting that way because that, for me, is how an old, aged MP would sit. And now look at me. Now look at the state of me. There you are. I just wanted to see whether anyone else has got this issue. And if they have, can we meet up and talk about it or how do you stop it? <laughs> you reckon there's a support group in this? Steve Taylor says, <laughs> it's an age thing, mate. Tightly crossed legs and groaning whenever you rise from a sitting position are indicators that death is fast approaching. Oh, that wow. is really depressing, Steve. <laughs> I, I would hope for a little bit more on the positive with this. <laughs> so look, if you do this thing, if this is a thing that happens to you, get in touch now, 8, 12, 15. Let's solve this together. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Supergrass. Pumping on your stereo on home time. Those are the Absolute Radio 90s. More at five tomorrow if you want more 90s sooner than that. Absolute Radio 90s available on digital radio UK-wide or through the snazzy and jazzy Absolute Radio app. Uh, 
I've just been talking about the fact that in recent years I've been uh, overly crossing my legs when I've been sat down. I'm a little bit worried about it. What's going on? Am I turning into an old man? Can I just say right now, people need to stop sending in Sharon Stone basic instinct <laughs> gifts. There's about seven or eight on there on Twitter and it just needs to end right this minute now. Simon says his son's crying now. Uh, that's a text. I don't know whether that is a mention from earlier on when Richie was blowing his nose loud. Yes. Or his son's crying about the fact that I'm triple crossing my legs. Thanks for him being concerned. Tom <laughs> says, I'm doing it as I listen to the show right now, Bush. Force of habit, I think. Girlfriend is always taking the mickey out of me. Hashtag just comfy. Now, on some of these, we're going to need ages. Because if you don't put an... If you're saying, yes, I do this, yep. you don't put an age. We don't know whether this really is some kind of precursor to the Grim Reaper. Is it the pre- or, precursor? Or whether it's just something that happens. But there is hope. Lucy says, uh, Bush, I'm 17 and I've always crossed my legs tightly like that. I was doing it when you started talking about it. It can't be an age thing. There you go. OK. Light at the end of the tunnel. We've got Kirsty McCall next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps. So I've just confided in you lot that I'm worried about the fact that I'm double-crossing my legs like an old man when I'm sitting down at the moment. Do you know what? I knew I shouldn't have bothered? I've just been getting some weird stuff in. Our Twitter account is just literally jam-packed with Sharon Stone basic instinct gifts. Tricky's just said, Bushy, wearing the plimsolls I bought you. What does that even mean? What's it even mean? And uh, Colin in Glasgow, though, says, leg-crossing, it's not an age or muscle wastage thing. I do it. I always have. I'm 46, and I'm a competitive weightlifter. Oh, well, you can take something from that. Come on. Another Andy here says, I did this the other day without even realising, then had a moment of horror. I noticed, I'm 28, I'm not ready to be old and die yet. Well, this is it. I think to cl- together, collectively, we need some kind of sitting down correction. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. One last little text in on this seating thing. It says, guys, I'm in my 40s, but I've been triple-crossing for as long as I can remember. It's not an age thing. It's like security, like swaddling a baby. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a lovely way to put it. Thanks for that. Um, I'm going to hold my hands up. I'm distracted by the fact that the Absolute Radio security guard has oh, appeared yeah. at our large studio window. He is grinning from ear to ear like a Cheshire cat and has in his hands two big brown papers. Paper bags. Keenan Oasis on the way. My spidey senses are excited. We'll find out what's going on. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Last we spoke to you, Andy and I were transfixed at the sight of our security guard who had appeared at the studio window uh, with two big brown paper bags. Yeah, we were wondering what was going on there. I'm trying to keep a lid on my excitement as to what is in front of us right now, but it is related to the prospect of us doing our fish and chip tour of the UK. A letter here... That's come with the package. Right. From the guys at Malden Salt. Ooh. Let me read. Right. Hello, Bush and Richie. Malden Salt calling. Where we take a slightly salt-centric view of the world. I see what they've done there. I like it's very that, guys. Clever. I like that a lot. We heard your idea about a fish and chip shop tour of the UK and absolutely love it. This is good. This is really good. Being a British family business since 1882, to be exact, we glow with pride over traditions. So, what a better mission than to find the nation's favourite fish and chip shop. 
together. Together, that's very encouraging. Bear <laughs> in mind, last night we were on uh, on phone calls about this. So it looked like we weren't going to get any form of funding or no one was going to help us with it. They go on. Unashamedly foodie, we believe that a little seasoning from Malden salt brings out the flavour. I, I couldn't disagree. Yeah. Hungry? Try it for yourself. This is where the brown paper bags come in with. There's fish and chips. There's fish and chips for both of us here. This is unbelievable. As they go on to say, we may be busy making the next batch of salt flakes, but for now, enjoy some fish and chips on us. Don't forget a pinch of Morden salt flakes, yours truly, everyone at Morden salt. There's a grinder of Morden sea salt flakes. Not the first time you've been on grinder today. <laughs> this has got a nice action. Look at that. That there is a great action. Look at him go. This is so nice. This is amazing for many different reasons. Firstly, we've just been talking about how starving we are. We're always starving on this show. But secondly, and I'm, and I mean this honestly, uh, we've been kind of ploughing on with this idea of really wanting to do this chip, uh, fish and chip shop tour. But we've been looking at having a beg, borrow and steal because we weren't, didn't have any funding for it at all, did we? I can't keep the lid on the excitement anymore. Have I read too much into this? This is on. This is on. These I guys think are it's funding on. it. It's going to happen. It's amazing. Well, what did we say the other night? Build it and they will come. Well, they have. I think they have. With a grinder. With a modern sea salt flakes grinder. So this is it. We we were kind of, this was bravado when we were talking about this yesterday, saying that March 18th, put it in your diary. That's when we're going to be doing the tour. It seems like we have that green light, folks, that we've been looking for. I'm reading it as that. I'm reading it as that as well. It's on. It is on. Let's get these fish and chips down us and make ourselves a cup of tea. Molden, thank you very much. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Home time on a Thursday night. Big news of the show. It looks like we've got ourselves a chip shop tour. Thanks to the lovely people at Malden who are going to be back in it, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and that means, you know, all you lot have been brilliantly sending in your favourite chippies from here, there and everywhere and saying what we need to try and taste. It's gone from being, uh, you know, one of those flights of fancy you come up with in the pub. Yes. Oh, we should get a car and we should go around the country. We should test chippies and stuff like that. It's gone from being a bit of a flight of fancy to something that's actually going to happen. And in the last seven minutes, I have hosed fish and chips at an immoral speed. It's impressive to watch. <laughs> I've just realised I've now hugely compromised myself because my wife was making chicken escalops and some steamed uh, veg tonight. Uh-oh. I've eaten. So what, you're going to be eating out of that meal? You're going to have to double it, man. You're going to have to go for it and, I don't know, t- take some time on the train, get yourself in the mental zone for it and then eat the escalops. So to the guys at Morden Sorts, I say thank you for that, but you've now put me in quite some situation in around about an hour and a half's time. Uh, the other thing which is huge for everyone, it means that we're going to be starting your nominations for what you think is the best chippy, and I think that starts next week. Yes, so it's going to have to. We're going to have to get on with this. The actual tour itself, March the 18th, but like I say, don't get in touch about it now. This is something we're going to be talking about next week on this show, but if you've got a local chip shop that you think needs to be praised from the rooftops, look no further than us right here at Absolute Radio. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running. Every little helps. Libertines on Home Time. It's Absolute Radio. It's Bush and Richie. Very excited studio right now. Yes. If you've just joined us after six, you wouldn't have heard that just before six, <laughs> the good people at Malden Salt have come to us and our chip shop tour of the UK is on. You've probably seen it on Sky News, to be fair, but we, you know, you'd want to hear it from us first off, wouldn't you? The, the side news that you need to know is that uh, they announced this by delivering free fish and chips to us in the studio. 
We have got, let me see, 50 minutes to try and get the smell of fish and chips out of this studio before Danielle arrives at seven. What are we going to do? Any suggestions as to what we can do? Because we can't use the spray from the loo because that looks even worse. (laughs) Please let us know. Uh, So listen, I was sat there watching uh, our five-month-old little daughter roll around on the mat this morning and I just thought to myself, do you ever think this, like, babies don't realise how good they've got it? Completely agree. They don't realise how good they got it. And, and mm. I feel bad for them because they don't know. They're not aware. And then it's kind of too late when they're a bit older. They're encouraged to sleep on the spot. Uh, they're, they're applauded for pooing, let's be honest. <laughs> Adored for getting too big for certain trousers. And I always think to myself, it's kind of not fair because the stuff that babies or kids get applauded for, if you do it as an adult, people just think it's weird and it's out of order. Do you know what I mean? When does that change? I applauded our son this morning for eating a little bit of a ham sandwich. Imagine uh, if, if you did that to me, yeah. I think you're taking the mick and might smack you. Imagine, imagine <laughs> your wife Natalie clapping you as you're eating. <laughs> what kind of scenario know, exactly. is that in your own kitchen? So I just want you to have a little think, right, this evening. What stuff do babies get credit for that if you did as an adult, it would be considered weird and people would take your side on it? Just tweeted it. Uh, this one here from Princess GC says, Joe has a two-hour nap and everyone's full of praise. I have a two-hour nap and it's all like, are you OK? Do you need to talk about it? The double standards are sickening. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. Why is it one rule for one and different for others? 8, 12, 15. It is literally madness. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Madness on Hometime. It's Bush and Ritchie, Thursday night. Absolute Radio. It must be love. And we are shining a torch on what we're calling baby double standards on the show tonight. In many ways, it is like panorama. I just want to know, right, why babies get away with stuff and it's brilliant. But if you do it as an adult, it's not okay and it's and it's weird. So let's just want to have a little list of these because when you start thinking about it, it's unbelievable. Like I'll just chuck another one in: uh, being bottomless on the beach. <laughs> I used to love that. <laughs> Go to Swanage as a family. Me and my brother run around just a t-shirt on, bottomless, and it was just you know all our family holiday photos were made up of that kind of thing. You do it over the age, I don't know. You do it as a grown-up and you get a lifetime ban. Yeah, you certainly couldn't say I'm just fair. airing. No, you said, that no. was it. You just used to air. It's not, uh, not all right anymore. Dan in Solihull raises uh, raises a good point. Uh, babies get away with smiling at complete strangers. Oh. I do that on the tube on the way home tonight. <laughs> you get sectioned. Yes, yes, you would. So, but, I mean, you should try it. It's, it's, the, it's just unfortunate. Uh, Caitlin and baby Jude in Bristol, I cheer my three-month-old every time he burps, and louder the burp, the more enthusiastic the cheer. I mean, I, I always go, oh, every time Theo has a little burp. You don't do that to another <laughs> grown-up, do you? And Emma makes a very good point. She says, I've said it before, I think adults should have reward charts and stickers. Adulting is hard and thankless. I need an incentive. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Jack and Margate says, My one-year-old has just started walking. My wife goes crazy with excitement when he waddled around, knocking things over. When I do it, I get grief for drinking on a school night. It's not fair. Shocking double standards, yeah. isn't it? Shocking double standards. Paul White says, Staring at boobs is Dean cute. Are oh, they hungry? One rule for them, he says. Mate, I know exactly, exactly how you feel about this. Richie, what are you doing? What's going on over there? This has been going on. <laughs> For uh, I would say two songs worth. He has, and if you just if you follow us on Twitter at Absolute Radio, <laughs> I just posted a photo because I couldn't believe the cheek of the man. You're secretly trying to watch the Arsenal game whilst this show's going on. <laughs> that's, that's very unfair. That is very unfair. The photo that I've just put on Twitter, by the way, really sums up just how he's absolutely robbing a living tonight. Right? He's got a fish and chip tea that he's just about finished from Molden. Here we go. There's the footy in the background. <laughs> 
This is unbelievable. This is a live radio just, show, this. I am. Co- I could tell you everything you've just said. Can I am. You? I am concentrating, Give yeah. me two key words of what I've just said. Uh, molten salts. Well, it's actually, speaking of Molden have very kindly stepped in and offered to sponsor our chip shop tour. They're going to withdraw their funds if they see what's been going on this evening. Do you know what uh, I mean? What else have you just said? I'm sure you read something out about babies and uh, looking, at, looking at boobs. Finish you your chips and turn your football off. It's ridiculous. It's one in Arsenal, by the way. New music on Absolute Radio. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now we've teamed up with Fox TV to put on another of our legendary pub quizzes in a North London bar. Fox, the home of shows such as The Walking Dead and American Dad and The Orville and The Hilarious Family Guy. And because we love Family Guy so much, we are taking over the Abbey Tavern and we are Good turning pub. it into Peter Griffin's favourite drinking spot, the Drunken Clam. Now, you can win a table for your own quiz team there. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash win. Uh, we're about to speak to someone who has done just that for them and their team. We've got Tony on the line from Chelmsford. Tony, mate, what's there to do in Chelmsford? Do you know what? I've only just moved here. moved here in um, October, so I don't really know a lot about... What's going on around here? But, uh, yeah, it's nice, though. Es- Essex Eagles, when it comes to the summer, go to the, uh, the old 2020 games. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's it. Anyone else got any suggestions? What, Tony, new to Chelmsford, <laughs> you're willing to travel? What would be your radius of travel to meet new friends and stuff? Uh... I don't know, anywhere, really. An extra train station, go anywhere. Oh, brilliant. Well, that's look, cool. That's cool. That's I'll good. I'll tell you what we do know as a radius. He's happy enough to come down to our brand-new drunken clam for a quiz night, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am, yeah. Oh, you sound confident. Are you good at pub quizzes, Tony? Do you know what? I'm not the good one, right? So I've got a little team, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Hear me out. So I've got, I've got a little team, and I'm the one that puts it together, but I ain't the smartest one in the bunch. They've they all got a little... Um, Listen. Like... Little piece that they do. Tony, the world needs people work. like you. People that make it work. You, you remind me of, Tony, if you don't mind me saying, Hannibal in the A-team. In the, <laughs> he, he brought everybody together. He, he didn't really have a discernible skill, as far as I could tell from watching the A-team, but he brought all of those pieces together. That's you. Yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm just more of the, uh, the looker. All right, that's what it is. Tony, second question. What's your family guy pedigree like? Yeah, it was good. It was very good. Watched it quite a bit, to be honest with you. It's, uh, yeah, it was good with it. OK, and any other message for some of the other teams that will be going up head-to-head against you in this pub quiz? A message for them? Well, once they see the uh, the team name that we might have, uh, <laughs> yeah, then the rest of them, they'll know. They'll know. Go on, go on, what is it? <laughs> I don't want to say it, because it's probably bad. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Right, well, we'll see you to... Oh, no, sorry. Okay. Don't be like this, Richie. <laughs> Don't be like this. Look, do you know what I'm doing here? I've got... Uh... The lovely people at Molden, as you will have heard in the podcast, are going to be the supporters, the kind backers of our UK-wide fish and chip shop tour. And they've given us these little tiny tins of Molden sea salt flakes that you can... Put it in your pocket. Just think, have you ever had that situation where you really want some salt on something or pepper, and you haven't got anything at hand? Do you know what? No, it's, it's an incredible thing. I've I'm known for carrying my mayonnaise sachets around with me. Yeah. That that you have in your hand, that li- literally a salt shaker. It's a salt shaker. You know what would the size of that be? I'd say if you put if you put three first class stamps next to each other in a line. 
Yeah. It's that size, isn't it? It is. It's like a little tin of Tic Tacs or something Full like of that. modern sea salt flakes. So, yeah. So expect a lot more product placement from Modern Sea Salt in the show over the next few weeks. Salty gold. <laughs> Salty gold. If they, you should give that to them as a, as a uh, catchphrase. I tell you what, they can have it. They can have it. There you go, Molden. That's a gift from us. Because we've got to go back to them and confirm that their their kind supplying of uh, the fish and chips today is actually a concrete offer of funds for the fish and chips. Sure. Good point. We never really saw the bit no. of paperwork that said it was hundred no. percent signed off. So. What, what do you call that kind of uh, a contract? Yeah. Yeah. Contract. But assuming that that's all kosher, uh, yeah, they can have that salty gold. Salty gold. 